Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Shut up and sit down. months, a year ago, I don't even remember when it was, when I said that eventually um, I would take my fan fiction to a private website, and I did it this week. I um, I made that choice because the other choices, to me, didn't seem fun or fair, or to me, they didn't seem fair to me. I don't, you know, it isn't about you, it's about me. And it's about my enjoyment of my own fucking website. And here are these assholes being assholes. And I'm thinking to myself, why why am I tolerating this? Why am I giving my my time and my attention and my work to these assholes? And then I was like, you know what? I don't actually have to. So I've made it very difficult for assholes to read on my site. Now, yes, granted, it isn't like I'm running some super secret NSA kind of website thing. So there's every opportunity that these guys, assholes, are going to get around the security that I set up. In fact, one already did once. He made another account just to tell me I was stupid and and technically, um, technologically uh, unsound or I forget what he said. I already deleted the email. Anyway, he specifically got around my security to create an account just to tell me he thought I was stupid. And this is the same man I deleted when I didn't actually put, I didn't even ban his IP address. I just deleted his account and banned his email address so he couldn't make another account with that email address. So he finagled a way around that and got on the side again just to tell me I was stupid for not accepting his constructive criticism. Um... When he didn't actually offer me any constructive criticism, he just told me I was stupid. And I got news for you, that's not constructive criticism. I think one of the biggest failings in fandom is the connection with insulting opinions and constructive criticism. Constructive criticism isn't you inserting yourself and your ideas and wants into somebody else's story. It isn't you nitpicking somebody's typos either, by the way. And honestly, it isn't even nitpicking somebody's grammar because that's just straight editing. You know, if if you're offering to edit somebody, just make that offer. You don't have to sit there and list 25 things that you found grammatically incorrect in their story on AO3. That makes you a fucking asshole. And the next time I see that on AO3, nitpickers, I'm going to tell you. 
I'm going to tell you you're an asshole. I am tired of not saying something to these people. So from now on, if I see you misbehaving in fandom and I can figure out who you are on my site, I don't care who you are, where you are, what you're saying it to, whoever you're saying it to, I'm deleting you out of my space because you're an asshole. And I don't have to have assholes on my website. And you can talk about free speech all you want to. Because I had somebody do that to me. Actually, I had two different people bitch at me about being banned from my site for speaking their mind in their own space. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but free speech does not equal lack of consequences. And if you talk shit about me on a Yahoo group and I see it, I'm going to throw you off my site. And I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna filter all your emails complaining about it into a folder. I got asshole called assholes on Gmail. It gets filtered in there. I don't even read that shit. You email me all you want to, motherfucker. It ain't gonna change anything. I got 15 unread asshole emails currently in my asshole folder from people complaining about being deleted from my site. If I see you abusing another writer. In fandom, and I can figure out who you are on my site, I'm deleting you. And I'm going to throw you out of my Facebook group, too, if I can figure out who you are on Facebook. Because I am tired of your bullshit. And I'm tired of your abusive behavior. And I'm not going to put up with it anymore in any way. And if that makes me a tyrant, Get me a fucking crown, okay? And I'll wear it. Put tyrant across the top of it, and I will fucking wear it, because I am tired of your entitlement. And if you talk shit on Jilly's website, and I see it, or if you talk shit on fanfiction.net, and I see it, you better make sure you're not using a name attached to an account on my on my site, because I am going to delete you so fast you won't even fucking know what hit you. Because I'm not required to entertain you. And I'm not required to give you access to my site. And I'm not required to let you be in my Facebook group. And I'm not required to answer your emails. I'm not even required to open your emails. And like my mama says, if you don't pay my fucking internet bill, you don't got a goddamn thing to say about what I do on the internet. And for the record, every single one of you, if you don't fuck me, feed me, or finance me, you got jack shit to say anyway. Really, you got jack shit to say. I'm going to fucking unfriend you. I'm going to kick you off my groups. I'm going to ban your goddamn IP address from my site. Which, speaking of, is pretty funny because right now, if you're banned by IP from my site, it automatically directs you to a YouTube video called um, Block You, parody of CeeLo Green's Fuck You. you got to look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of there not being consequences for this asshole-ish behavior. I really am. So if you get on AO3 and you behave in a way that I think is ugly, I'm not going to want you in my space, and I am entitled to that. I am entitled to think that way, and I'm just not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to entertain you for free.
I'm just not going to do it. And if you say shit on my website, I'm going to delete you. You used to, I would just delete your comment and, and just move on with my life. No, no. From now on, I'm deleting you. Bam. Gone from my life. Because it's either, you know, here's the thing. So many times writers are driven out of fandom because of bad behavior just like this. Well, I'm not going to leave. You are. If you don't like me being in your fandom, get the fuck out of my fandom. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And I'm going to keep putting out my shit just the way I want to. And if you don't fucking like it, you can take a walk. I'm so done. I'm so done with putting up with your shit. And I'm so done with caring about what you fucking, not that I really ever did, what you think. No one gives a shit what you think. And if you're going to troll, pay for it. You're going to pay for it. Pay for it. I am so serious. And I'm going to put out some ebooks this week of my Alpha Chronicles books. And I'm going to tell you right now if they get shared outside of my group, of outside of my website, I'm going to go nuclear on the person who does it. You think I won't find out? I will. I will find out. The only secret you can keep is the secret you tell no one. If you share my ebooks with your mother, I'm going to find out. I swear it. I'm going to find out. And if you put my fucking ebooks on a goddamn Yahoo group, I'm going to come down on you like a fucking plague. I swear. I'm so fed up with that bullshit. I'm so fed up. I am going to dedicate a gold goddamn page on my website that won't be members only to you. And I'm going to put your name on it and your IP address and your fucking email. I swear to Thor, I mean it. <clears throat> God, I feel so much better. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I'm just, you know, because, you know, I'm so, I'm so, and then, you know, actually this asshole on Tumblr actually suggested that I leave fandom because I put up my options and they suggested I should have taken option three, which was to put all my stuff on AO3 and walk away because apparently they preferred that than to me keeping my website members only. And I'm pretty sure it's the same asshole I banned, um, the one from Australia or Germany, probably from Germany. So I went ahead and um, banned him on Tumblr, too, just to be sure. I mean, that way I don't have to listen to his stupid-ass shit anymore. I have checked my asshole folder to see if he's emailed me about that. Not that I care, because I'm not actually reading them. I'm just, I just see the big list of them, I'm thinking, ha, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to open the emails, but I promised myself I wouldn't open the emails. Um, so I'm not opening the emails. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm, I've filtered these emails into a folder, and I'm keeping them in case I have to um, pursue uh, 
other avenues. Because I got news for you, the people who are living in the United States. Um, I did get a threat this morning, and it got filtered into the asshole folder. Um, I contacted Google because you used a Gmail account. And they gave me all the information I needed to fill out a form to get all the information they have on you. Now, I can't get that without going to the police and filing a police report, but I am more than willing to do it. And since I know you live in California because you stupidly used the same email address on my website and I looked you up and I got your IP address, I want you to know if you're listening, if you threaten me again, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to have you arrested for Internet stalking because it's illegal in my state and it's illegal in California too. And if you think you can threaten me the way you did today because you don't get to read my free fan fiction without logging in and your fucking iPhone won't work, really? So you threatened me because your fucking iPhone wasn't working with my website? That's okay, though, because I banned your IP and also managed to get the IP address of the mobile network you're using, and I banned it too. So anybody in California who didn't send me a, uh, a threatening message and you're banned, it's because um, I banned a whole host of IP addresses. So if you'll contact me via email and um, let me know what your, your IP address is, I'll make an exception for you if you can prove to me that you aren't the asshole who threatened me with dismemberment this morning. Because, yes, he did threaten me with dismemberment. <clears throat> I got your stuff, and I got your fucking IP address, and I'm pretty sure I got your work IP address, too, because I looked up the other IP address you commented with once before, and it was a building. It was a it was a, a business. So um, I dare you, motherfucker. Email me again, because I'll call your boss. I dare you. I will call your boss. No, Gavin, because that's illegal in this country, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, here's the thing. And the thing is, is he wasn't even banned before. He just assumed he was, because, and he never said anything out of line. He just fucking lost his mind. He just fucking literally lost his mind because his fucking iPhone wouldn't log into my website. And I'd already announced on that page that mobile users were having problems and they needed to do this, this, and this to actually work. So, <clears throat> whatever. But I'm telling you right now, people, if you threaten me, I won't let it go. I'm not one of those people. I'll figure out who you are. I will figure out who you are. And it won't be the first time I've filed a restraining order against somebody on the Internet. I did it once before when I was younger. Um, there's a dude in Montana got a visit from his county sheriff for stalking me on the Internet. I don't play those games. And it also needs to be pointed out, every single person that I banned this week was in the Harry Potter fandom. And they were all Harry, Hermione, Het shippers, and they were all men. Right now, there is probably a man listening to this who thinks they need to send me an email and tell me that's misogynistic. Or misandry. It's misandry. It's misandry. Yes. It's not misandry, it's just fact. 
they were all men, all nine of them. They were all pretending to be men on the internet. Um, <clears throat> I can name, I can like count on one hand the number of times I've had a woman be genuinely, freakily, creepily twisted with me on the internet. Every single other time it's been a man. Um, I rarely encounter a female troll. Women get bitchy and snarky, but that level of of ugliness, I don't see that in women. And I mean, if I'm, I don't personally see that amongst women. Yes, bitchy behavior, absolutely, I see it. Snarky behavior, I see it. Religious zealotry, oh, yes, I see it. I see it all the time. But I don't see this level of abusive troll from women. Now, the one in Australia, in particular, um, was deeply offended because I didn't take his advice. Apparently, I was required to take his advice, and when I didn't take his advice, I was an arrogant... Um, big-name fan who bought into her own press. Well, as far as I know, I don't actually have any press. If I do, um, please don't tell me. I don't want to know. I really don't want to know if I have press. Um. Anyways. <laughs> no one... No one gets more aggressive that a heterosexual white man when you don't take their advice. When you don't take the words coming out of their mouth as pure fucking gold, they act like you're the worst person on earth. This level of entitlement barring, and I don't mean that in a positive way, This is a, yeah, it's especially true if you're female. It's especially true if you're female. It happens in my family a lot. There are a lot of older men in my family in the 50s and 60s. And, um, oh, Loki forbid if you don't take what they say is the fucking gospel. You're going to pay for it for the rest of your life. Well, if you listen to me, if I have heard that phrase once, I've heard it a thousand times fucking times. <laughs> Sahara says, I used to have a co-worker who was a troll. She was a professional at it. She just portrayed herself as a guy because she said people didn't take it seriously once they knew she was a girl. I totally believe that. I totally believe that. Because, you know, the thing is, is that when a woman threatens me, I... <laughs> I don't take it seriously, and I probably should. I probably should. But when a man threatens me, it gets my back up faster than anything. Boom. Yeah, true enough. For the record, 
for any of you misogynistic fucking assholes who are listening to my podcast who um, were banned from my site, I can't actually ban you from blog talk. If I could, I would. Um, I'm not on my period. I don't have PMS. I'm just mad. And I'm not even mad at you in particular because you don't actually matter and nothing you say has value to me. So um, it's just I'm mad at fandom. I'm mad that this kind of atmosphere is tolerated. I'm I'm angry that other people in the fandom are so afraid of being a target that they don't stay. Hey, you know what, assholes, you need to fucking stop this. You need to shut the fuck up. No one cares what you think. Because it is toxic. And it's ugly and it's terrible. And it's tolerated. And that's and that's why I'm mad. I'm not mad at any one of these individuals because I don't actually know them and I don't actually care. Um, and I wouldn't care if a, a meteor came down out of the sky and landed on them. I really literally do not give a shit if they live or breathe. Um <clears throat> It's the atmosphere that they foster and the tolerance of it in fandom. Because if you let them get away with it, they're going to do it to the next person and the next person and the next person and the next person. So I'm infuriated at the weakness and the lack of I guess my my grandma would call it gumption. I don't know. I just I I feel like you need to. Um, and I'm, I guess you know. I want I want you to be brave. And I want you to say no. But I'm, I don't have the right to say that. I mean, I don't have the right to want... I, I want it, but I don't have the right to expect it. Um, I just, mm. Lady Holder has plans with her man this evening. I'm going to get her on for a little bit, and then she's probably going to leave me. I'm going to get her on for a little bit, and then we're going to put Jilly on. Um, so Lady Holder first. Hello. This is you, right? Okay. This is me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of had to phase in and out of the, the, the rant that you had there because, unfortunately, my family decided that 8 p.m., which they all know on a Friday night for me is this, is the perfect time to call me. So you know somebody who has run out of fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've had I know of people just because I was reading their stuff i I unfortunately came in on the tag end of it um as she was run out of fandom. It was the um one who did the commander Denozo stuff where Tony was a seal, and that one i I mean I tried my best to be supportive, but people followed this person from fanfiction dot net where she started over to AO3 and harassed her off, completely off. Um, yeah, um, Jilly just put up the name uh, Minka83. And it's a lovely series. 
Okay, it's it, the writing was was it caught my attention from the first. It was it was getting you know bigger and more involved and more more detailed as she went along. It was great. You know, um, have I seen people been run off personally like I knew them? No, but I've also seen people say fuck it and, and retire for a while. You know, um, I don't know where a couple of my, my friend, uh, friends are anymore. I don't know if they're still writing. I don't know if, if real life got too much or fandom just got too bitchy. You know, but I really hope she comes back one day. Um, Jilly says that she went to her own site, Minka, and they wouldn't they wouldn't leave her alone. You know, she had a lovely idea, and it was a, it, it was great. It was definitely definitely inspired me for a couple of things. I mean, competent Tony, gotta love it. There's there's no other thing in the NCIS fandom that will get my attention faster. Yeah, I think so. that um, while well, her case is particularly evil, and if you're listening, Minka, or if you, one of your friends is um i come am come back to me mm-hmm. i am 100% willing to host your work on my site and i promise you you won't ever get a single negative comment so yeah. if you want to come if, if you want to come back come back to me you can yeah, come back we'll to Rick sure Trade if you'd like as well um we'll figure something I'm, out i'm just i'm you know just I remember when Robes, Robes, we're going to go with Rob, when <laughs> R-O-B-S-T, when Rob um, kind of semi-retired, uh, he's a Harry Potter fighter. Harry Potter, is that he or she? They. We'll just call them they. It's easier. He. He. <laughs> he. Um, had a really difficult experience with a reader who demanded that he finish his work in progress for her dying child. The hell? Really? And then when he couldn't do it, she, of course, heaped a big load of guilt on him. And I'm going to come out here and say it. I don't think for a single fucking minute that person's story was legit. I think they did it to make him write faster. Because Mm -hmm. you know what? If your child is dying, the last fucking thing anybody in your life is thinking about is fan fiction. Are you fucking kidding me? And you know what? If your story is real and you spent time berating a fan fiction writer instead of spending time with your dying child, go fuck yourself in the ear. Oh my god, you fucking terrible, disgusting human being. Mm-hmm. I'm a little mad. Yeah. Just... yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't I am uniquely blessed in a lot of ways with, with fandom. I don't get, thank God, near as many of the whack jobs. Um, I've got some comments I'm currently ignoring on my my own site um, because they pressed a little close to the whack job level. Um, 
<laughs> I saw those. Oh, I, I'm actually an admin on her site, and I was over there, and I had to close it because it got creepy. Some of them. I, I personally and would have already deleted them. So. I well, I look at them and then I just kind of went. Eh, I'll deal with them <laughs> later. Later's probably going to be this weekend, um, because I actually have gotten to the point where I'm I'm comfortable enough again to write, and mine is my personal life and other responsibilities kind of through a hash in, in my ability to write pretty much anything, you know? And then again, there was also the oh so lovely trial by fire, which, you know, Kira heard about in detail. Um, and it goes back to the beta thing from last night. Um, I got lucky. I haven't had, the people harassing me or telling me that, you know, I'm going to hell for writing Flash or, you know, that, that there's something utterly wrong with me, which, you know, you honestly, know, actually, I know I there's something wrong with me, but it's not their fucking opinion or their right. At this, point, at, the, at this point, I would actually welcome being told I'm going to hell for writing butt sex because that would actually be very, very, very tame compared to what I'm currently dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just... I miss my my Westboro Baptist Church. Uh, <laughs> I miss it. Oh Jesus! I haven't gotten a religious pamphlet in months. I've been writing all that hit, and they stopped bothering me. I need to put some big giant dildo on the front of my website or something. I don't know. I try to keep my front of my website, you know, author friendly, uh, workplace friendly, which is why I took that fuck you off the front of it, by the way, because I thought, oh, that's not very friendly <laughs> for your office space. You, know, um, you, need, you need to find some um, nice image or gift to put on there to put, you know, as the, the first thing people see when they get on the page. Here's your, your, your redirecting page. Have some butt sex. If they haven't got the point <laughs> at that point, fuck them. I just, you know. I like to do it. dragon dildos. I've got all kinds of dicks of doom, I assure you. I don't need any more. Because <laughs> there was this dude on Twitter who wanted to send me a dick pic, so I should sure go ahead and send me your dick pic. And he did, and then I sent him a dick pic back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you how you should respond. Him? Ladies, ladies, every time a man sends you a picture of a dick, you send him one back that's bigger. And, hey, if you think you can't, you don't have any, just come and ask either Azure or me, and we've got plenty. We can find you some dick pics. You we'll know, find you a I, big old I, dick. I sent you three, if I remember right, because you were mm. you were uh, asking for dick pics at that point. I found no, I picked one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, don't make me spank your ass. I'll come all the way to where you live to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, but I'm really these these individuals don't matter because, like I said, they're they mm-hmm. they represent absolutely no, nothing to me. They're they have no value as far as I'm concerned. And I know that's probably ugly, but I'm way past. Don't give a fuck and working my way towards medieval. I just, I just want you to know that. I just, um, mm-hmm. I'm straight up there. I am like, I am, I am. 
you can't for some reason this is really this is a side um blog talk makes me do a tagline for all my radio shows but i have no idea where they show up so i've been putting terrible things in them tonight i put i wish i had a sword as my tagline (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea where these taglines go i bet they show up on fucking itunes oh my god i didn't even think about that <laughs> They're terrible. Oh my god. So if anybody downloads oh. from iTunes and you're seeing my taglines, I would I would really like to know. I really would like to know. Uh-huh. That's just And oh wow. Sahara, I agree. I agree. She says I keep my guy I hope to date once he's posted stateside again. He sends me dessert recipes. Actually, you know, that's a good way. If if, if you want my attention, send me food recipes. I I, I like food. But I'm married, and um, as my husband is quick to point out, he does not share. Let me tell you a story about my husband. It's not um, um, it's it's pretty funny. It happened today. I'm getting my nails done, and um, I had uh, I had to write a check at the DMV um for uh tag replacement, not replacement, but tag registration because my husband bought me a new car. Um, it's a really pretty new car. It is. It is. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I got a little Kia SUV, a Sportage. Um, it's a 2015. It's it's really cute. Um, it's blue. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a midnight blue, or it's, it's kind of like got a little sheen, like a star sheen in it. I don't know. It's it's but it, it's really pretty. Anyway, um, so I uh, um, I don't keep any money in my account much. It, we keep it in his. Um, and I told him I needed him to put some money in my account for the check that I wrote. And he wrote back. <laughs> he texted me back. And I won't tell you what his text said, but he ended it with, your sugar daddy. That's right. My husband called himself my sugar daddy. So I think I'm going to have to change his name from cock provider to sugar daddy. CP is, is now always going to win over SD. I'm sorry, it's going to win over SD. <laughs> So, him, himself works out of state, and that occasionally means that he needs to um, get a different phone because the provider's in the area. So, we have our main provider, and then we have some alternates that he has. So, I get an email or a text message from somebody, which is, hey, baby, the fuck is What? Who is this? You know who I am. No, I don't know who you are. Somebody who loves you. Fucker, who are you and why are you texting me? (laughs) Don't you know who I am? Asshole, no, I don't know who you are. And if you do not tell me who you are, I'm blocking your fucking phone number. Oh, it's your husband. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) And I'm doing this at work. I have to be nice to people. (laughs) <laughs> oh god he he almost got his his all his phone numbers banned from my phone for a week damn oh my god yeah it, it was it was an interesting conversation he thinks it's funny i think my husband was an asshole my cousin stan has um yeah He's a whore, and I mean that affectionately. Um, <laughs> you said he's, he's quite proud of it. Anyway, 
he belongs. He he has one of those apps on his phones for hookups, Tinder, Grinder. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Um, and I was having lunch with him, and he kept looking at his phone and thumbing, and he was flipping through. He was rejecting all these offers, right? Well, my my cousin Stan's actually um really super attractive. I mean, like he's. You know that guy that used to be on that show, Vegas, um, Josh Dumel? Dumel? Mm-hmm. He okay. was on um, the Transformer movies, uh, and my cousin could pass for his very, very much look-alike brother. They could almost mm-hmm. pass for twins. He, that's how good-looking Stan is. Um, so if he has really – him, his hair's a little darker. Uh <clears throat> He has really bright green eyes, like me, uh, and um, <laughs> no, Gavin, I'm, I'm not gonna pimp my cousin I, to you. He's he doesn't have to be your daddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't even get pimped. I don't. Yes, yes, and I don't mean that in a um, in a sexy way either. <laughs> <sighs> And if you if you Anyways, pop up with an so eighty but a number, God, Gavin. Yeah, <laughs> okay, he is. He really is that hot. I have been out with him, and I, women and men have literally like did a double take as he walked by. I mean, he's just stupidly attractive, um, and he uses it. Yeah, yeah, Josh. Ever how you say his last name? Um, he's beautiful. Anyway, um, he's over on his little app, and he's just rejecting, rejecting. I said, how many um, hits of your profile do you have over there? And he said, about 70. I was like, you're not fucking all these people, right? And he said, no, bitch. you got to earn my dick. Jesus. And well, we were at we were at picky. some high top tables in a in a kind of like a bar and grill, and mm-hmm. these two little old ladies were sitting behind us, and the one turned around so quickly she fell off her chair. <laughs> of course, Dan hops up to help her, and she's got to be sixty if she's a day, and he just picks her up and puts her back up on the stool. He said, "Ma'am, are you okay?" She says, "Well, what do you gotta do to earn it?" Uh-huh. Wow! It doesn't help that he's bisexual. He's bisexual, um, or as he likes to say, "Any hole in the storm." Uh huh. I think that's pansexual, dear. Well, isn't pansexual like when you're only attracted to people who you um, have um, feelings for? No, that's that's demisexual that I that I know of. So, what's pansexual? Anything that breeds. Well, he wouldn't fuck an animal. <laughs> Human, anything that breeds. I'm, okay, okay, yeah, you have to be more specific because I really have no idea. But he identifies as bisexual. This is that that is how he identifies. Um, okay, Julia says not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. I don't know okay. if he would say he was pansexual, but he he is he considers himself bisexual. Works um, for me. He 
he but he tends to uh when he hooks up with women they're usually married to men he's also hooking up with well isn't he just a special little you know snowflake he likes to be a third but he came out to his um family as bisexual so that's the that's how he identifies and um uh you know i was actually the first person he ever admitted to um finding boys attractive we were like 15 and we were at a mall mm-hmm. and we were sitting there and this really attractive boy walked by and i turned my head and he did too and i looked at him mm-hmm. i said really and he said yeah and i said you want to go see which one of us we can 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 get with it <laughs> We didn't, but no. that's how he came out to me. That that that's how he came out to me. Um, he uh, anyways. So yeah, he he caused a little lady to fall off a stool today or yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> was, Bitch, you gotta earn my dick. Well, at least he helped. Take it out of context in the fact dice. that he said it to his first cousin is pretty terrible. Yeah, pretty he much. Didn't mean but, that, you know, we're not going to. That, that's not you know. For the record. No, mm-hmm. no, we don't do that. We don't do that. He's not my brother. Mm-hmm. And our, my family might be Southern, but we're not that Southern. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not go there. Twisted Riders is possibly your inspiration for your certainly lovely Frenchman and the soulmate bond. No, actually, um, I I make every effort not to use real people in my stories. Um, it's um, it's bad. It's a bad habit to have as a writer. Even in fan fiction, I don't indulge because it's just a bad habit, and you start to develop um, tunnel vision, and then you you end up creating um, original characters that are flat and unusable. And that's actually going to be one of my topics next week on Short and Junk. We're going to do some um, original character work, talking about building um, people and um, why I choose to use original characters in fan fiction. I think that's kind of a semi-question that's attached to something else on my Ask Me Anything page. Matthew is a good example of an original character who actually um, has a very complex character, all things being, you know, equal. And he does have a complex character. Well, you know, I think that he's actually, um, I, I'm very careful with the character of Matthew Shepard, and it's because mm-hmm. of the real Matthew Shepard. Um I did not name my character. It. I named. I gave Patrick Shepard his middle name without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time to do the son, I'd had his youngest named after him, but I couldn't call him Patrick Junior. That's weird. And I didn't like PJ either, mm-hmm. so I did Matthew. And then their last name happened to be Shepherd, and it was just like this. And in fact, I really didn't even make the connection to a reader asked me if I had created that character in honor of the of 
the real Matthew Shepard, and I said no, mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. had honestly never connected the two together. But after I did, I became super careful about how I used Matt mm-hmm. in stories mm-hmm. and the dialogue that he had and just everything about Matthew Shepard. I'm I'm super careful with him because I would never want anybody in a million years to think that I was degrading the memory of the real one um, or misusing. Uh, it just, it's its a very difficult situation actually for me because I named him and now he's there and he's such a big OC in my Stargate work mm-hmm. that I actually tried to remove him from Lantean Legacy and it was deeply uncomfortable. So he's like part of my headcanon and I can't remove him, but I have to be super, super careful with him. I have to be more careful with Matthew than I do any of the canon characters because of that, because of it. And also because my readers are very, mm-hmm. very attached to him. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely they're attached to him. But, yes, yeah, Stan's a whore, and um, he never did find a date <laughs> while, while while we were having lunch. Anyway, um, that didn't mean he uh-huh. didn't find one later. He just didn't pick one out while we were eating. Um, he did show me some of his offers, and they weren't all that. I I wasn't impressed. I mean, just saying. <clears throat> yeah. Then again, you've you've got the 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 cream of of your particular crop, so you know that's all you're going for. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty happy with what with, with, with what I got. I am too. I think I'm going to oh. find that picture I saw on Facebook where it said, "Don't rescue me! I'm not a princess. I'm the dragon, and I'll eat you." And put that on the front of my website. That works for me. What I would say also is that while I do think we should all be intolerant of troll behavior and bad behavior, um, I don't need you to come to my personal defense. So if you see something go down somewhere, you feel free to let me know, but don't jump on it. I I don't need that. There are others who do, but I'm not one of those people. Um I'm not a princess. I really am not. I'm I'm not super sensitive. You can't work in the industry that I've worked in for 25 years and be sensitive. Um, I have a temper, but you know what? I'm so <laughs> tired of men, and this is men, associating getting angry with being oversensitive. What the fuck is that? I'm not oversensitive and I don't have PMS. You just piss me off. The first time someone accuses me of writing an OC Mary Sue, I'm going to put their whole email address on my website. Because I don't care about your whole Mary Sue mythos. I don't give a shit. Mhm. I don't give a shit. We just have a Mary Sue themed um, nano, like not nano, but maybe like April. We could do a rough trade, like a Mary Sue challenge. Just, just fucking Mary Sue it all up. Oh, what fan hates Mary Sue the most? 
What fandom hates Mary Sue the most? You guys think about that. Sentinels, really? You guys think about that, and we're going to, like, invade that whole fandom with, like, 50 or 60 total Mary Sue um, stories. Mary Sue is a character who's absolutely perfect in every single way. Uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, Um, I don't consider Harry Potter, really, because, um, like, Jenny's a Mary Sue. Oh, yeah. She's not practically perfect in every way. She they out get in the books and you know it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't write in the X Files. I can't even watch it on on Netflix, and I tried. I'm, I'm sorry for all you Netflix fans. I mean, all you X Files fans. I just can't watch your show. It's kind of like Supernatural. But if someone accuses um, you of writing a Mary Sue, tell them to kiss my ass. I mean that. They can kiss my ass. Oh, we should all write. Every single one of us should write Navy Seal Tony in the NCIS fandom for April. (laughs) Every single one of us should write a Navy Seal story set in the NCIS with Tony as our main character, and dedicate every single one of them to Minka. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God, that's fabulous. Well, you know, if we do that, then next well, year is pretty there much were planned. 72, there were 72 people in the last rough trade. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, oh, yeah. we're totally doing that for April. That is our April challenge. Navy SEAL Tony Dinozo. Done deal. Signed and witnessed. Done deal. Signed, sealed, okay. and delivered. <laughs> Claire, write him as a vet. If you can't write him as active <laughs> duty, write him as, as somebody who's, who's you know, transitioned. Who was a Navy out. SEAL, and he's like who retired and worked in CIS. Yep. That way he he's doing something else and you don't have to write the Navy SEAL part. <laughs> oh god. I think I'd probably write mine as um him being in the reserves um as a SEAL mm-hmm. and that way he can still work at NCIS. Kinda like how Steve McGarrett is. Yeah. Yeah. That that would Oh, I'm definitely yeah. going to do Dinozo McGarrett. I'm definitely doing Dinozo. I fucking love McGarrett, and I fucking love Dinozo. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is they're in the same universe, so there's no there's no headcanon that you have to wander around and, and mess with. They are the same oh, universe. Oh, I don't need to so write it down. Work. I'm not going to forget this because I practically got the chills when I said it. We're totally doing this to the NCIS fandom. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, fandom. We're going to show you. Mm-hmm. And, hey, it might be the first has... story I ever put on AO3. <laughs> oh God, that would be fantastic. Um, does any if anybody has the the information for Minka, let her know. Okay, that there's a whole bunch of people who are, you know, who are behind her. Yeah. You know? You know, um, Toaster, I hate to say this, but that is just so true. 
she says, um, oh, my God, can you see it? Tony would be like the bouncing ball seal, and, and the Garrett would be the strong, silent seal. Oh, my. Well, this is going to be I can't ship thing. Dano, Steve, anymore for, for serious. Like, I can read it, but I can't write it because they turned mm-hmm. Dano into a fucking asshole who screwed his wife, ex-wife who was married. I, mm-hmm. I have a real problem with that. Yep. I remember. I rage quit the whole fandom over that series. Now. <laughs> bounce, bounce. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. The wonderful things about Tiggers. Oh, oh, God. That's... Um... I like that gift. Uh, Tony yeah, the Tiger. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. <laughs> oh, this, this is definitely going to, you know, and here, here's what I was writing. I've actually been pulling out and writing in my my uh, NCIS Sentinel one with, with Tony being a lion guide. That was actually what I was, was noodling about with today. So yeah, this is this is great. I I I'm gonna have a wonderful amount of fun with that. Code name Tigger. Ooh. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, I'm gonna let you go. So I can put Julie on the phone and um, have you fun. You have fun with Julie. Man. I'll listen. I plan on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye. I had to work hard not to push the wrong button and hang up on her by accident. Okay. <clears throat> Jilly. Hey there. Hey. <clears throat> so, how do you feel about trolls in the in, in fandom? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I pretty much absolutely loathe them. Um I mean, I trolls didn't really. I mean, I think we had it started off when I would start first had my first go around in fandom. It was really more bullying, right? Because we didn't have what we have now. Um, people didn't have as many, you know, pseudonyms and false identities and stuff. I mean, people use pseudonyms, but it was a little harder to hide, you know, everything about you. Um, or maybe people weren't as invested in hiding your identity. I don't know what was different back then, but um, we definitely had like there was a fandom ag- agreement reality around what you would and wouldn't do, and people could get very militant about the way you were supposed to write and the things you were supposed to do. And if you didn't conform, you could get a lot of grief. Um, but as long, pretty much for the most part, as long as you kind of, you know, towed the line, you know, you were okay. Um, that sounds terrible. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Um, I think I encountered that in the Sentinel fandom. Mhm. From the way you've described it, that's exactly what it sounded like to me. Um, which is where there's kind of this expectation of what you're gonna, how you're gonna be in the fandom, and how you will write, and how you'll present your character, and and if you don't do that, you know, you're frowned at very sternly, and and you're given um, passive aggressive comments about, you know, well, this was very nice, but you know, but 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 don't but. do this. We we don't write Blair that way or whatever. Um, we, and, yeah, we, the royal we. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad I wasn't there for that. I did get some passive aggressive emails, but no comments because I was already on my own side at that point, 
and I guess they didn't want to, um, they weren't that brave. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got a few emails, including one from a what you might call a big-name fan. Chastising you gently? No, 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 there was nothing gentle about it. Oh. Um, I was told that I um, ruined their last Light My Fire Awards because I won two of them. Um, I was told I cheated at the awards because my Stargate fans came into their fandom because apparently Stargate fans couldn't also be Sentinel fans, um, which is craziness because those are like that's like the most crossover possible in these two fandoms exists between Stargate and the Sentinel. I mean, I rarely encounter a Stargate fan who isn't a Sentinel fan, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, that they stole the awards and gave them to me, and um, that I wrote Blair um, in a terribly out-of-character way, um, which is probably true, because I'm going to make a confession. When I wrote Awakenings, I had never watched a single episode of The Sentinel. <laughs> He, you know, the thing is, he's not all that... I, I had seen the show. I mean, I was reading uh, Sentinel fan fiction when the show was on the air. And when I read mm-hmm. The Awakening, what I read was, okay, this is... I actually assumed you had watched the show. Um, and to me, you wrote him the way I would have written him if I had extrapolated a Blair who lives in a Sentinels are known universe, who is making certain assumptions about what his future career path is going to be. And, um, I mean, Blair was always very assertive and very direct and very um, um, persistent about doing what he thought was right. So it would make total sense, the decisions you made. Because you, you, I, I think that when people do the Sentinels are known universe and they don't consider how that would have changed Blair's Everything. Presence, yeah, in in Jim's life, it's just weird. You a know, lot I mean, of people make those kinds of big changes, but they don't let them ripple out. It's just like one big change in an isolated event, but it changes nothing else, which it doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense. So I I, I had no clue you hadn't re- hadn't seen the show. So I just assumed you had had gone. You know, you had analyzed the character and had said, I am going to put him in a Sentinels are known universe that is structured in this way and has this kind of governing structure. And based upon that and the fact that he's a known guy at a young age, this is how that would have rippled out in his life and this is what he would be like. And it made perfect sense to me. So when I found out you well, hadn't seen the that. show... But I didn't watch the show. I, I, read, a, I read almost... I read the entire fandom... <laughs> Except for that GDP stuff, which I can't handle because of the, the, the consent issues. But I yeah. read um, Candy Apple. I read um, the Ritual series. I read um, I read almost all of uh, the 351. Was it? What was it? It was that archive that got moved to AO3. Oh, the 857 Prospect. Yes, I read all of Prospect. Um, I mean, I, and I literally did read every single thing on that, on that, yeah. on that Prospect um, archive that didn't have that. Um, 
unless it had a ripe warning on it, because I don't read that. I also read a whole bunch of stuff on my mongoose. I did. Um, but I did not watch a single episode until after I got land blasted by this big-name fan, who also had no idea I hadn't watched the show. Um, because she actually complimented me on several parts of Jim's character, and that was true to the show, and I'm like, that's really great, since I never actually watched the show. Um, and... Uh, the other characters I had in the in the book and, and how well that they were developed, her main problem was how I made equal, how the equality that I put in their relationship was inappropriate. And that's a direct quote, by the way. That's just bullshit. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, bullshit. You. So I watched, I watched the first season of The Sentinel um, before I responded. And I said, um, I just said, you know what? You're going to have to kiss my ass. And that's all I ever said to her. The equality in their relationship was inappropriate. Um, In relation to both um, the Sentinel and Guide and their work environment. Are you okay, Tilly? <laughs> no, no. And you know, and the thing is, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here doing in my head is I'm going, and Kira's the one that gets accused of misogyny and misandry and all this other stuff. Yeah. And and these people get get you know patted on the head and told that that for doing you know beautiful portrayals of a loving relationship that just makes me insane. Well, you know, I get accused of misogyny when I write Slash, and I get accused of misandry. Misandry, yeah, or misandry, whichever you want, whichever way you want it. Um, When I write A Hat Couple, I got accused of that for the Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond, because apparently throughout the Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond, um, Harry only has value to me as a writer when he's benefiting Hermione. And I made the girl, the baby elf, pretty. Which was that literally, I flipped a, co- I flipped a coin. I literally, I kid you not, you guys, I flipped a coin over the baby, the baby elf. I flipped a coin. It could have just an easily been a boy elf. It almost was. But then the reason I ended up, even after I flipped the coin and it turned out to be a girl on the coin, I stuck with that choice because of the um the storyline to do with female elves in the, in in that particular world and how they are misused in Britain for breeding and that's why i made the female elf um <laughs> the, the, the 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 baby female because that's a plot point that's going to come back in season 2 and it's going to be quite um this might be considered a spoiler if it is, close your ears for the next 30 seconds. In season two of Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond, Harry is going to tear the breeding facility apart looking for sunshine because they steal her. Ooh. And he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to go to war, and it's going to be ugly. So, um, And that's part of the hard fall that's coming. But I believe in happy endings, and I would never in a million years kill a baby elf. So don't worry. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine, I promise. I would never do that. Um, It's just, uh, yeah, so I 
think that when you're um, in fandom, you're just waiting to get accused of these things because um, the thing is, is this person who accused me of misandry um, actually heaped praise on me for months and months and months and months and months until we had an argument on Facebook and I unfriended him. And then suddenly, um, I hate men and... um, I don't even want to tell you what he did, because then you'll all go look for it. And I don't think he deserves that many views. No. Should I tell him what he did? No, I'm not going to tell him. But see, now, see, now I'm a cock tease, because now you're all wanting to know what he did, right? You're, so you're no, saving but I'm not people gonna... from 15 horrible minutes. <laughs> 15 horrible minutes. Yes, yes, it's it's horrible. It's it's horrible. Um. Anyways, um. <clears throat> for the record... So we're we're really clear on this. I don't hate men as a rule. I think men are awesome. I really love dick, which could be objectification, but it's not misandry. <laughs> <laughs> Stop frowning at me, toaster. Anyways, um I I do I, I do think that fandom's tolerance of this bullying and this trolling, um, it makes it easier for these people to continue to do the things that they do when they never get punished for it. And I'm not saying, trolls, that you can't say what you want to say. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. But I'm just saying that you shouldn't get away with it, that you shouldn't be punished for it, that, it, that there should be consequences for you calling somebody a cunt-licking bitch. There are consequences for calling someone an overstretched twat. Gavin, do not put that link up. He does not deserve the hits. He really does not. Um, anyways, I think that the tolerance of... Um, It was. It's weird. It's like there used to be like lack of tolerance for dissenting opinion, and now it's like we just tolerate anything, which is weird. It's, it, it's like it's like the, the pendulum swung the other way. Because um, I mean, at one point in fandom, it was right before I I retired for a while. Um, I was kind of basically told I wasn't allowed to have an opinion about stuff. <laughs> Because I was, I had, I would influence people too much. I've you been know. accused of that. Yeah, I've it's been really, of it's that. really kind of evil, you know. Because it also it puts it puts me in kind of a position of like, what am I? Have I done something wrong? I'm not allowed to say I enjoyed this story. Thank you very much. Um, and actually, I was taken to task by an owner of a list for giving somebody a compliment on a story. So, you know, I gave them some thoughtful feedback on a story. Um, because I hadn't given anybody else on the list recently any feedback. And the thing is, I hadn't had time to read anything on the list until I'd read that one story that really just caught my you, attention and I made time for it. Are you fucking kidding me? No, uh, so I was chastised because um, <laughs> it was noted that I had given feedback 
to somebody and that other people were wondering why I hadn't said anything to them. And it was just very, it was very uncomfortable. It was like um, I felt like I wasn't, all of a sudden I wasn't allowed to have a voice in um, I'm in fandom. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you a question. Um, yeah, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. In that particular fandom, at that time, would you, um, would others have considered you a big name fan? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, that came with responsibilities that you weren't aware of. <laughs> and, yeah, that's and, the know, thing. They they give you that status, and then they attach all of these, um, it um these rules to it, but they don't even tell you what they are until you break them. Well, and I had wondered why some of the some of the some of the more prolific writers when I first got into the fandom weren't really involved in the fandom, and then the more I wrote, um, and the more my work became well, the more well known, um, the more I was sort of nudged um, to behave in a certain way, and the more I could understand why why some other writers withdrew from participating in fandom. Because I, I, it was really just really unpalatable being told how I had to express myself, um, or or what, when to express myself, or how to express myself, or you know, I mean, there was a big brouhaha that broke out over some some rules on a list or something, and I expressed an opinion about about it, and I was and I was actually told, you know, by the list owner privately to shut up that, you know, that I didn't have a right to sway the, sway the argument that strongly. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm not. And I had, I did not have that perception of myself. Um, so it was very bizarre. It was very bizarre to me. Um, the whole, that whole. And so for me, I felt kind of subtly bullied as opposed to trolled back then. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The trolling came a little bit later, um, when and you know, I know you've had some of this, like people sending you dick pics or something, but somebody actually found <laughs> me. Um, oh God! Like called, oh God! They I called was me. My shit. Someone they called someone, your house. Yes. Someone outed me um, in a small to, into a small circle, but then that information got out to a wider circle, and. Um, um, the um, um, someone looked figured out, and I, I you know, I, I, I thought I've got a pseudonym. I'm protected, right? Um, so mm-hmm. I didn't, I it didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have a private number or anything like that. So it was pretty easy to find me. And I get a phone call, and this person says that they've got my address and they'd like to come see me. And I was, you know, really freaking creeped out. Um, so they didn't come um, to your house, did they? They did not come to my house. They didn't even live in my state. Um, okay. But it was still very creepy. But I left the fandom very shortly after that, and um, because I didn't really have a choice. And uh, I mean, I could have lost my job. Um, but this is one of the reasons why I don't like. I mean, to me, that was I couldn't. I could not. I did not have the option of withdrawing myself from the internet at that time, uh-huh. because most of my stuff. I had my own website. Um, which I did take down at that time, but most of my stuff had been published on 
groups, Yahoo groups, that I was not the owner of. And you can't take that stuff back. You can't delete your own posts on a, web, on a Yahoo group? Not that I'm aware of. Huh. Well, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I haven't had a Yahoo group in years. Honestly, I'd forgotten they even existed until recently. But, I mean, that was where fandom mostly was back then. I mean, was, I feel I feel like, yeah. I'm, like I'm very much dating myself, you know, like how old I am. But, you know, this was around the time um, – well, I started first started writing around the time that fanfiction.net first – like came into being and you know there were a few fandom archives but they were you know you submitted to archives by sending your fiction to the archive owner and they posted it it was a whole different mechanism wow. that people experience yeah. today yeah so but you know and so when i come back into fandom and i started experiencing the uh the whole troll thing i was like what the hell is this and i i read a story one day and it was a actually i thought it was a really good story and somebody left the the author a comment about, uh, you know, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, were you dropped on your head as a child? You should just kill yourself and save us all the misery of having to read your stupid fiction. See, that's the kind of shit I'm not going to ignore anymore. I'm going to start responding to your shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of it being something that people overlook. Oh, don't 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 even look at it. You know how like when you were little, like I, I'm a, I'm older than a lot of my readers and and than younger than some of my readers. But there was a time when um you were just told not to look at ugly things. Oh, don't look at that. It's okay. Don't look at it. Well, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at your ugly shit and I'm going to call you on it because tolerance isn't working. Tolerating your bad behavior isn't working for me. And rising above it isn't working for me. Web rings. I haven't thought about a web ring in the, oh my God, like a decade? Yeah. How crazy is that? Isn't it weird when you go to an old site and it still says it's a member you find of a web one? ring and you go like, no. Yeah. Do web really? rings still exist? <laughs> but it's, it's so, I, and in the case of that comment, there were already like 15 people who had like yelled at the person who wrote it. But Right. I mean, the delete button is powerful. Delete that shit. If you're the, if you're the author, delete that stuff. Delete. There's no point delete. leaving that stuff up to. I mean, somebody criticized me because I delete crap off of both Ao3. I mean, I post right now. I'm posting to both Ao3 on my own website, and Ao3 mm-hmm. is something that might go away someday if people don't behave. Um, but I got criticized for deleting negative comments. Um, and I don't delete like if somebody okay. just, if somebody leaves if somebody legit leaves like, an actual constructive criticism even though I don't want them I don't mess with those when people just leave me a comment that says this is stupid I delete that or the person who left me a comment yesterday or the day before on you know saying that I should tag for gay pairings in a het fic because I mentioned that a couple was gay I, I mean oh it's just, dude you can kiss my ass yeah. So I just crack, and and I get accused of misogyny <laughs> a lot. So when I get attacked like that, I delete those comments. I don't. I actually don't respond to them. I just delete them. But then I get got accused of artificially making my work look um, better than it is by deleting the critical feedback. 
here's what I say to that. Wherever my story is, whether whether I put them on AO3, I don't, but if I did, or on my own site, that's my page. My story created that page. That page wouldn't exist if my work wasn't on it. That means that I have the right to delete anything you say that I don't like because it's mine. And if you don't like it, make your own. I don't take constructive criticism because I don't find any value in it. And honestly, I've never once gotten a single piece of constructive criticism. <laughs> because people in fandom seem to think that insulting somebody equals constructive criticism. But you know what? Saying something is stupid, that's not constructive. And it's not even criticism. It's just an insult. Since I don't find value in it, I delete it. And I don't care what that says about me. And I don't care if you don't like it. And I don't care if you think it's censorship. It's my shit. It's mine. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm going to, you know. <laughs> and and if it makes my work look better than it is, I, who, I mean, do people really troll my work and read the comments? I mean, that's, I ho- you know, seriously, no. I <laughs> I have never read the comments on your website. I apologize. Should I be over there reading the comments on your website? Is that my job as a, no. as a reader? I hope that you have other what things is that? to do. Well, I, mean, I have to read thick, a whole bunch you know? of comments on Rough Trade, but seriously, seriously, do you guys actually read the comments on fiction before you actually read the fiction? I find that to be odd behavior, you know. I don't read comments unless I hear something's terrible and then I have to go look at it and condemn them in my mind, but now I'm going to start condemning them in person. You're a fucking asshole. People are <laughs> just, I'm, I'm not. I'm just, I'm not going to put with it anymore. The, 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 uh, and you know, the funny thing is the, the, the story that I got, um, what, the story I got, and, and I don't, I don't say this. I don't say this boastfully, I say this factually. The story I got criticized for deleting comments on that supposedly made my story look better than it is, is Emergence, which whether you sort by kudos, bookmarks, or hits, is the number one NCIS story on AO3. That's and kiss her ass. That's just a fact. So it doesn't matter if I deleted 50 comments. That would actually lower your um, rating as far as, like, if, by sorting by most comments. If yes, deleting if you comments, sort by comments, you know, I definitely do not have – I'm definitely not the top story if you did – because I deleted quite right, a few. Because all of the misogyny comments I delete. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I mean, it really is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And if you honestly read the comments on a story before you actually read the story, I think you're a moron for wasting your time that way. That's just a waste of time. There's so much fic to read and so little time. What's wrong with you? No, really, what's wrong with you? What if somebody spoils you in the comments, spoils the story for you? Then you're and fucked. they do. Some of those comments are very detailed. <laughs> I really like what this so and so did here. That was really great when you made so and so. Stop. If you're actually reading the comments first, what? The, stop. What's wrong with you? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. 
most of the selfies that they they had left me some negative comments and I deleted them and it pissed them off. Deleted them exactly. You know, and 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 so, but I I just I don't know how me deleting their nasty comments is making my story look like it's better than it is. But it was just you know, so they and they you know. I don't know. They and they actually had to come to my site to attack me about what I was doing on AO3 because there's no way to tell me on AO3 other than to give me a comment that I can delete. So they come to my site and email me, and then you know. You tell them to kiss your ass. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I would have. Well, you know, I just yeah. <laughs> You're the, she's a lot nicer than me. <laughs> I I pointed out. I, I pointed out I I I kind of gave the information, but in the in the backhanded way. I said you do realize that most people don't sort by the number of comments on a story, right? So, <laughs> um, but even if they did, it, deleting comments would actually lower your, your right it brings on it down. that list. I was trying to point out that you know that that you know if you point by kudos, it, it, this isn't hurting me. So. Um, but you know, it's just people just have to. I don't know why they feel like they have to attack some things. Um, oh, Sybil, you're a monster. What Sybil do? She reads the last page of a book first. Oh, you monster! <laughs> no. Do you do you scroll to the bottom of the page and read my last paragraph? You do, don't you? Oh God, you do. You're both terrible. <laughs> Azor does it too. That's just so terrible. Oh my god. I mean, sometimes when I'm in a story, I, I'll admit, sometimes when I'm in a story that I am like befuddled about where it's going and if I'm going to be able to kind of hang with it, I will look at the comments for like the next chapter or something and see what people have said, and it kind of will give me an indication of if what I'm fearing is going to happen has come to pass, and then I can it, – it's sort of like trying to – but I don't go like – I I usually am like a good twenty or 30,000 words into a fic, and I'm worried about <laughs> continuing before I go trolling the comments trying to find information. So, But I just can't imagine going to a fic and reading the comments first or at all one thing on purpose one thing that one thing that i think we've never really discussed about your abandonment of your original um pseudonym in fandom is the fact that you also had to abandon all your work mhm i i find that actually kind of painful i mean just just thinking that actually hurts a little to, to think about that's like more than a million you can't, that's like more than a million words and you can't gone. ever claim it. Nope. Do you still have it on your hard drive? Yeah, I still have it. It's all you can't publish and... it. Nope. You you can't publish it under your new name, and you can't claim it, and it's just out there. God, that <laughs> that kind of makes my heart hurt. That's just oh, a million words, really. Mhm. A million words. I, mean, I wrote in a few fandoms, um, primarily in the X Files, but um, yeah, it was um, it was uh, it was painful. I mean, there was a lot more that went on. The fandom was having problems, and there was problems in my corner of the fandom, and 
um, I lost some people very close to me, and then I got outed, and then I had the weirdo kind of bugging me and emailing me and calling me. and um, So there was a lot of stuff that all kind of coalesced and happened at the same time. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's it's just, it, it's... And the funny thing is I, I vanished from fandom for several years, and in two, I think it was 2008, 2009, I decided to kind of come back and start reading fan fiction again and... and and stuff, and um, um, I didn't. I was wondering if like anybody had like put my work up somewhere, and I was like, mm-hmm. what would I do if somebody had? And I wasn't certain how I would deal with that. And um, uh, I have like three separate entries on fan lore, and I had never heard of fan lore, and so it's sort of like. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is this? And how do they know about me and where this information come from? And it has links to places where the work was stored. And it was just like, oh, it's a good thing I didn't know about this back when I was, you know, combusting over this. So, because there were two. I don't think fan lore lore existed back then, did it? No, it didn't didn't exist. So, it, I, you know, so I, I had, there were like two notable works that had their own entries, and then, um, and then me, and and it was just and a lot of stuff pointing back to the Wayback Archive, and I was just, uh, so it was very kind of um, very anxiety provoking to have all of mm-hmm. this out there that I have no control over and that I can't really touch, and so it was and really can't a, exert control over. So Ooh. when you remember when remember when we had that big thing with the um with the um that weirdo ebook company that was putting up fan works as well as um yeah okay so one of my old works was in there and I had like no way of dealing with it oh because you don't have any of the old email accounts associated with that nope I just shut that shit down and it was just it was it was very it was it was like you know and so I was a lot more cautious approaching fandom the second time around and so I'm very careful about who I let in now yeah uh and uh I'm a lot more careful about where I put my work and I was I really thought long and hard about even AO3 um but yeah, it was, it was just this whole, um, you know, you go away from fandom for a while, you think that you've kind of retired as much as you can, and you come back, you know, years later, and there's like this cognitive dissonance that not only did you not go away, but that you, so people are perpetuating you and keeping you alive out there, and you don't have any control. It was very weird. Is that... <laughs> That's actually anxiety inducing for me because um I in in case you 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 guys missed it, I'm kind of a control freak. Maybe you didn't notice. <laughs> I've noticed the very idea <laughs> the very idea of me <laughs> that's just terrible. Oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, So I have I have very low tolerance for bullshit and fandom. 
Um, and I get very upset about authors being driven away. Um, and I really, um, I really want to see um, authors stand up for themselves. I, I've been, you know, I understand any author that wants to that has to retreat from fandom. I understand it as much as anybody can understand it. But I also understand. I also really like when authors stand up and say, I'm not letting you people bully me. I'm going to do what the fuck I want, and if you don't like it, you can get off of my ride. Exactly. And the funny thing about the trolls is, okay, so the dude that told you to take number three this week, um, mm-hmm. if he didn't care... Call me a dumbass. Yeah, it called you a dumbass, right? If he didn't mm-hmm. care and he wasn't invested in your writing, he'd have told you to take door number two. Right. Right? But I've cut off his access to my work because I'd banned his IP address from my site. So, of course, he wants to dump your AO3 and me walk away. Right. So he has access. So these people, they act like, you know, that you don't matter. And did they not get that you are not separate from the work you produce? I mean, they act like that these two things are not irrevocably intertwined. They also act like they can degrade you and insult you and that you are required to overlook it. You're required to ignore that it happened and be gracious and um, still provide them with access to your work. I actually had the ninth person I banned, I did not ban for being insulting. I banned them for entitlement because they sent me an email through my contact form which had their IP address it on it and their username and their email because they're a fucking dumbass. Because um, they didn't log out. <laughs> they didn't log out of the site before they used the contact form. <laughs> it's just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <coughs> and they unloaded on me and told me I was a stuck-up cunt for uh, making my fiction members only, even though they were already a member, That because um, because I have a responsibility, which is why I put this stupid tag on this stupid show, big name fan. I had a responsibility as a big name fan to keep my work available to the public, and I did not have the right to make my site private. And that I owe my readers a bigger consideration than that. That's right. That's what they said. I owed my readers. Bonded. That last year it cost me a little over $800 in bandwidth from my site. And if he would like to pay my fucking bandwidth bill, then he could decide how and when my site would be available to whoever.
But because what I host rough, rough Trade as well, well on my domain, my bandwidth bill is kind of stupid. And that's what fine. That, 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 was, that was my choice. But it's also my choice to decide what I do with my own fucking website. Mm. But apparently he didn't think so. That I have a responsibility and a duty to make myself and my site, my fiction, available to every reader. I think he might have been defending one of his friends who got banned, which was a bad idea because I banned him too. The best part about this banning thing is that, yes, they can go to an account, they can go somewhere in their city, like to a library or whatever, and create an account, but then they can't read my stuff at home because if they go home and it hits their home IP address, even with an account, they are immediately redirected from my site by their IP, so they never even get an opportunity to log in at home. They can only read at the library or the cafe until I figure out who they are, and, and then I ban that IP address. Because you know they won't. They be able also to keep can't copy and paste, and they can't copy and paste either. Currently, I'm sure there are workarounds for that. But yeah, there are, but it's not easy, and I hope, you know, like you said, I hope it's really fucking hard. I have um, a bunch of ebooks that I was going to distribute, but I'm actually, part of me doesn't want to do it because then these people that I have banned could potentially get my ebooks. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Isn't that <laughs> just. I'm like ten kinds of terrible here. And also, also, this whole thing about the homophobia in the Harry Potter fandom makes me want to insert gay sex scenes between Sirius and Cassius, Cassius, all through my fucking ebook. That's what they get for bitching about an off-screen gay pairing. What the hell is wrong with people? You can't tolerate gay characters even existing in a universe? I mean, that's just ridiculous. And I agree. I wouldn't mind if you put those scenes in at all. It would make my day if I could put an animated GIF in the ebook too. I know which one it would be. <laughs> oh, that would be lovely. Keep complaining, Harry Potter e-book. fandom. Keep complaining. Yeah, keep complaining. Yeah, keep complaining. I, I um I do promise you this, I am never ever writing another het um Harry Potter um story that doesn't have gay sex in it somewhere. If I can't drive you away with my attitude, I'm gonna uh, drive you away with butt sex. <laughs> You're gonna be afraid to open my stories. I'm considering putting like um like uh just random animated gay sex gifts in the middle of my stories on my site. But then that, it wouldn't be on the front page, so. Just saying. You guys keep bitching Just because saying. the Slash fans really appreciate it. I know, right? I'm taking everybody on the magical butt sex tour. <laughs> it would definitely be surprise butt sex. 
magical mystery butt sex tour. Is that what I called it? Everybody's going to go. We're all getting on a bus. Now, I had a friend who had, I just don't know why my brain went off on this tangent, but I had a friend who had surprise butt sex once. <laughs> but, you know, I just kind of was like, I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? That happen by, what? No. How did that happen by surprise? And she said, well, he missed. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean he missed? That's not, that's not butt sex. That's a, that, that's an ow. When you miss, well, that's an ouch. Well, that's what I said, too. And she said, no, it was great. I really loved it. And I was like, how small is he? <laughs> for real, right? Cause that's all I could ask for all people I could go. There's just no other way for me to reconcile those data points. Accidental. You need lubrication. There, there <laughs> needs to be lubrication, people. There's always surprise time butt, for lube. You put those two facts together, surprise butt sex that doesn't hurt. No, must he be, has must a little dick. Must be short and junk. <laughs> it must be. In case you guys missed it, that was Jilly on that little audio last night that I have. <laughs> Here. For those of you who didn't get to hear it last night, hold on. Oh, no. It's all short and junk. <laughs> That's Jilly. <laughs> I sent that to Kira one day to make her laugh. <laughs> and it did. I, I giggled. But no, named it's her like show. It must be like a pinky. You're absolutely right, Toaster. I mean, I can't imagine anything. Because my gynecologist puts two fingers there, and trust me, she's even got some lube going on. It's not comfortable. Much less what sex would be like. There's some things you just always need warning for. And butt sex would be one of them. Yes. This is this is this is a hard limit. No surprises back there. <laughs> but that being said, I'm not above lap pinky. That is the that is the most terrible tragedy. <laughs> lap pinky. It's terrible. But I am not above inserting animated butt sex gifts into my head fic to run you assholes off. Because, honestly, as much grief as I got for ties that bind, I honestly, I miss all those people who were telling me I was going to hell for writing BDSM. I missed them. Come back. Where have you been? I miss my religious pamphlets. I haven't been told I'm going to hell in a year. It's... It's terrible. No, I just get called a cunt. I much prefer the people who think I'm going to hell. Their emails are really polite. They don't call me a cunt-licking bitch. Not that there's anything wrong with cunt-licking. It's great. But that doesn't mean you need to be calling me a cunt-licking bitch. You just degraded the whole idea of cunt-licking. You've turned it into something terrible. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, you assholes. Just saying. Well, it's said in the same. It's said in the same vein. People use cocksucker, right? I mean, it's right, not exactly. Said, and which is meant to um, the unfun kind of cocksucker. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's meant to 
it, it's meant you know, homophobically. Um, it's meant negatively, as if it's, it's as if it's bad to do this. So when someone says something like that, they're not saying "yay lesbians." <laughs> they're being ugly. So, oh, as Amazon yeah. says, I went today. Today I went to a bathroom break at work and found Jesus Saves You pamphlets in a stall. I once got cornered in a bathroom and testified to. In the bathroom. In a bathroom. Yes, I did. Um, Mormons. I wouldn't know what to do with that. Finally, I just said in this really exasperated tone, Oh, my God, I need to pee. Would you get out of the way? (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't even to pee first. Can you save me when my bladder is empty? She put them in the tampon box. <laughs> the unfun kind of cocksucker involves teeth. Sorry, I had to mute there for a second because I kind of choked over <laughs> some of that, Sorry. and I didn't. I didn't want. <laughs> when when Sola said she put them in the tampon box, I started getting a little. <clears throat> <laughs> That's okay. I put Jesus um, in the tampon box. <laughs> she put. It's better than where I keep him. No, really, it's not. <laughs> it's much cleaner where I keep him. Those of you who don't know, I keep Jesus in my silverware drawer. My mama found him. (laughs) Anyway. I, um, I do think that, well, what happens is that first you're encouraged to ignore trolls. Don't give them the attention they want. Um, they don't deserve your time. They don't deserve your attention. But that whole mentality of that turns into something else. It it twists around and turns into tolerance. That we're gonna we have to tolerate their behavior so we can be above it. Oh, be above that. Don't don't engage. Don't engage. Don't engage. Be above it. Be above it. Except when you when you're above it. You're going to turn around one day and look down, and you're going to be just standing on a pile of shit. <laughs> I mean that, literally. You're standing yeah. on a pile of shit. Really? That's what we have to do? In, I'm, I'm Claire Watson. It says silence gives consent. And one of the comments I got actually talked about my non-consensual beta thing and how I was accusing um, people who gave me non-consensual beta. They said it was rapey. Um, Well, guess what, dudes? When you do something to a woman without her consent, it's non-consensual contact. If you call her when she doesn't want you to call, that's non-consensual behavior on your part. When you don't leave her alone at work, when you ask her out 15 times and every single other time before she said no, that's non-consensual contact. You are inflicting your somebody, your, yourself on somebody. That's non-consent. 
when you when someone tells you don't email them, they don't want to hear from you, and you continue to do it, that is non-consensual contact. You are engaging in activity with another person against their will. It is, in fact, rapey. And straight white men seem to make a ho- make a hobby of it. Mm-hmm. Now I think for now, me, I hate to be so specific about it, but it is a specific thing. It's very specific. This kind yeah. of behavior. And I, you know, as a as a as a there's for me, I I I react very differently to the trolling thing when it comes to my own writing versus how I react as a citizen of fandom, I guess you could say. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I do tend to delete and ignore trolls because I do I feel like when I engage with them, it just makes them keep coming back when I engage right. with them. But when I see them abusing someone in fandom, that's when I feel like I need to say something. Um, depending. I, I, I typically, um, some people I, you know, know they've got their shit handled and they're going to um, be all over that and they don't need me to jump in there. Um, but, you know, when I see when I see somebody, an author, go on Tumblr and beg their readers to please stop, you know, yelling at them for not posting and that, you know, they're having a tough time and they're working on it and they'll get it out as soon as they can and they're sorry. And I, I read one of these posts, right? And begging them to please, please stop being mean and yelling at them. My vision you is know, tunneled. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... Well, you know, for sure, I want to give I want to give the I want to give the author a hug, but I also want to yell at those readers and say, you know, shut the fuck up, and give the author some support. So there's like two sides: is like say to the reader, you know, shut the fuck up, and say to the author, you know, you're doing a good thing. Do your do what you want to do. Don't care if they, you know, don't care if that's the quote. Do your do your thing and don't care if they like it. Um, mm-hmm. You you as an author don't owe anybody any explanation. If you said something was going to be out on the 13th and it's the 17th and they're bitching at you, you don't have to explain a damn thing. No, you don't. You don't owe anybody anything. The only time you owe anybody something is if you are in a contract with a publisher and it's your due date and they've given you money. And that's a right. whole different scenario. That's, that's some serious shit. But your readers, you don't have a contract with them. Don't explain oh, and don't ass. apologize. People, people no, ask me. I agree. Don't apologize because it just opens you up to um, all kinds of guilt trips and um, TMI moments. You just get told too much about somebody's situation and um, then you're made to feel guilty about what you do or, or, or don't do. Don't do that. I mean, if you if you want to share, sometimes people want to share something, you know, like this is what's been going on. I'm not saying don't explain if you want to. That's not what I mean. But I mean, don't feel like you're obligated to right. justify yourself because that is a never-ending cycle. So when people ask me, because I, I get asked every day about my two big stories, are you still working on them? And I don't explain what I don't explain. 
I do not, I, and I don't stop and go, oh, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And, you know, because if I was going to explain, I would say that a bunch of entitled readers really pissed me off last week and I put one of them on hold and you guys are just going to, and I probably should actually say that because, hello, you're part of the problem, Mr. Pokey. Um, <laughs> comment on my site recently. I'm not sure if it was the Pendragon fic or the Phoenix fic, but you guys can go look because it's still there, where the person asked me if I was still working on it because it's an excerpt, and I wrote, nope. I just left it up here as a big cock tease. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't feel guilty about it at all. But the truth is, I actually have 30 more K of that story that's actually published on the site. Phoenix is being written for my niece. I will finish it. Um, a lot of the plot points in Phoenix actually are hers. And bless her heart, she, I'm having to kind of um, insert other stuff to make her plot work. Um, I, so it got a little bigger than I needed it, to, than, it than it really should have been because um, there, she's nine, <laughs> ten. Gonna be ten. Just turned ten, as a matter of fact. She just turned ten. So um, some of the things that she wanted in it um, are the kinds of things that a ten-year-old ten-year-old kid would want. Let's just put it that way. And so I'm trying to make I'm trying to make her happy and tell a good story for you guys at the same time. So it's it's a little difficult. And I'm also um, inserting um, some stuff that I that I want her to pay attention to um, and learn and know. Yes, it is Pendragon Legacy, um, not uh, Phoenix, uh, that I want her to be aware of and to, to learn. No. No, I'm writing Phoenix for my niece. Don't, don't get me confused. Pendragon um, is something entirely different, but Phoenix is the one that I'm writing set in fourth year, and that's for my niece because that's her favorite book. Oh, yeah, okay, so, so the comment itself is on Pendragon Legacy. Anyways, Phoenix is, is, is kind of working out a little difficult because I want to put all these things in there about body autonomy and um, making good decisions for yourself. And um, just so it's a little bigger than I expected it to be. So, But, yeah, that that comments on the Pendragon Legacy. And I did, that's exactly how I responded. And it was just like this smart-ass thing I said. And then I started to delete it, and I said, fuck it, I'll leave it up there. I haven't gotten a response. I don't know. I think Julie well, they usually don't. I think, I think when you have the minimal response like that, because like the last the person who poked me today about Journey Home and said, are you still working on this or you abandoned it? And I went, Still working on it. That's it. That's all I said. They never have anything to say to that. And I don't justify what I'm working on. I hate the term abandonment. Are you abandoning this? I hate that. I hate being asked that. Don't ask me that. Don't ever ask me that. I've got stories that I wrote 20 years ago that I haven't abandoned. You can be certain that I'm never going to abandon anything I write because I'm very attached to my words. They're mine. So no, I'm not going to throw it away like a foundling child. <laughs> <laughs> because really what they're asking is, because this is what I feel like they're asking, whether they're asking it or not. Um, 
Are you abandoning this? And if so, can somebody else come write on it? Because you don't write fast enough to suit me. That's what I hear when someone says, are you abandoning this? Yeah, I hear I hear I hear a poke for information that is really a passive aggressive um dig that you're not writing fast enough. Yeah. How dare you have a life? What's wrong with you? Okay. Sahara says, What's a good way to say you're not leaving your current job when applying for a new one? Huh? So you're so you're looking for a second job? That's how I would say it. I would say that I am currently seeking secondary employment. Yeah. That's what I would say, too. And that's all the information they really need. Depending upon the industry, some companies will have a non-compete clause or... Right. Um, you know, like you can't work. Like if you were working for um, Apple, you might not be able to work for the Microsoft store. Work for Microsoft. <laughs> you couldn't work for a Target and a Walmart, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, um, but I would say I'm looking for secondary employment, and these are my available hours. That's how I would couch it. No, I don't – I think when I first got in fandom, I tried to make excuses if I couldn't do something or I apologized. But I'm way past that now. I'm way past that. I recently deleted my Works in Progress page on my website. So I wasn't updating it because I used to put information on that page, but people kept asking me questions. They kept asking, oh, when's this going to happen? This is been your Works in Progress page for a year. What are you going to do with this? Fuck you. Seriously. <laughs> it's so, I, have, uh, I have a status updates page on my site. It is the least hit site page on my site. So people want updates. They just don't want to go to where I put them. <laughs> so I'm probably going to be taking that page down. Myself. But I just find it bizarre that I provide this place where I give updates on, you know, willing to give more information than I would normally. And it is, mm-hmm. I, I kid you not, of all of the pages published on my site, it has the least number of hits. That's why I did my bitch box on the side. It's animated, so it's really hard for them to miss it. You have a much, much better theme than I do. <laughs> That's just a widget. You can do widgets, right? I can do widgets. I'll have to look and see if there's a bitch box widget, or which obviously you didn't. It's not literally called the bitch box. I'm assuming it's like a right. No, it's a uh, it's something. Um, scrolling announcements. I can give you the plugin later. Um, okay. But yeah, that's just a widget, and I put the announcement uh, short code in it, and it rolls it for me. But yeah, it's just a plugin. But um, my theme is pretty cool. You should switch to it. <laughs> <laughs> It's very customizable. You can do all kinds of neat things with it. It is very customizable. Mine's very um, not. 
It has like this whole panel in the back with all kinds of like you can change all the colors, you can change the font, you can change the font like on your title and the body of the work. Um, then it's all native. It has a custom CSS box that you can add your custom stuff to the inside, and it just it applies it across the whole site. It's really fucking cool. I had to get a separate highly to recommend do it. custom CSS. It has four different. Three menus. It has a top. It has two top menu, three top menus, and one bottom menu. Um, it has uh, widgets on bottom, and then you can do a widgets on like on Rough Trade. I have widgets on my front page, but not on the reading pages. So you can do a separate. Mm-hmm. You can do a, uh, an entirely different um, uh, layout for your front page versus your um, rest of your site. It's really cool. It's called Graphene. And it is a really awesome theme. So if, you, if if any of you guys are, are running your own WordPress, I highly recommend it. He updates it regularly, and he always has an update ready within about a week of WordPress updating too. So he's really on his game. Um, I actually bought some other stuff to support him because that he gives for free. But then he has a mobile theme that really helps the problem you guys had yesterday with the mobile um, not showing up all the categories. That's because the designer of my um, uh, theme offered a mobile theme that I was able to buy with donated funds um, to solve that problem you guys were having with the mobile not showing up the categories. So it's really cool. <laughs> I did used to change my colors a lot. I've been I've been considering going um, to a different color scheme, but instead I I just redesigned Rough Trade. Did you guys see the? than the, um, the, the the dark brown thing that I was doing. I really like the forest on Rough Trade now. The forest is really nice. Um, it's really it pretty, too, me, on the devices. Yeah. Yeah, it took me, you know, Sophie, I don't know exactly when it happened because I was noticing all the parchment changes, and then one day I logged mm-hmm. in and I went, trees, I dig the trees. <laughs> yep. I have, a, I have a really big monitor, and I when I look at it full size, I see a lot of the mm-hmm. trees. So it's, it's, it's really pretty, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's gorgeous. The theme is called Graphene, G-R-A-P-H-E-N-E, and um, it's really awesome. I highly recommend it. We're down to 48 seconds. You guys have a great weekend, and um, I probably won't do a podcast on Saturday, but I will on Sunday, so I'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Shut up and sit down.
500 vehicles to sell, 500 ways to save. One month only at Vilpenny Mitsubishi during May Memorial Month. Now through May 31st, we will accept your credit application. A $200 down payment and a $350 a week paycheck can get you a new Mitsubishi. Don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. You can win 5,000 months with our 5K test drive giveaway. Visit VilpennyMitsubishi.com. To qualify buyers on a free credit, warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only. One entry per household per month. Must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance. See dealer for details. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.